This is Compass Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Jericho. And this is your co-host, Noe. What up? Yes, sir. You guys already know, got to follow all of our social media. All the links will be below. And uh, real quick, yeah, I'm at Oaxaca. If you're on Spotify, it's also in the description. Uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us on. Um, it's all there. All platforms. If you're from Chicago, it is hot as shit right now. Like Very. Yes. Bien húmedo, bien pinche caliente. Extreme. But something else that's hot is a fucking housing market, man. Yeah. Facts. So Big facts. We're going to be talking about that. Anyone who's trying to buy, refinance, anything like that, we're gonna ha- we have some people with us that are going to help us and uh, talk about this. We have Felipe and Vero. Welcome to Compas Unfiltered. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming on. So definitely the housing market is hot right now. Um, it was, like, was it kind of like that during the pandemic? I mean, it seems like obviously it slowed down, but fucking how the, the oh my God. <laughs> market just fucking skyrocketed with prices, with everything. Um, first thing I want to get into is why did the prices go up so much? Like, what's the actual reason? Because I hear different things, <laughs> at least from you guys, that you guys are in yeah. the yeah, realtors. Yeah. Like, why do you think it went up so much? Who okay. wants to go first? You want to go first? <laughs> sure. Uh, everybody, I'll, I'll every, start it off. <laughs> everybody has their ideas. And, yeah, we and, all have our theories exactly. of everything. So from my experience from talking to people, um, a lot of people are getting a jump up right now because the interest rates have been so good. They've been so low. We've never seen rates below 3%. And we've been encountering that. It's been staying like this for a couple months now. So people are getting on the wagon. They, they want to buy. Because if you do the math, if you look at how much you'll be saving long term you are saving a lot of money and i'm talking it could be a difference of 100 150 dollars a month just on interest that you're saving so 150 bucks a month could go a long way you could put it towards principal you know it's part of your car payment so as as a as an individual if you're always looking at the savings so it's definitely beneficial um to purchase right now just because the interest rates are so low and also why i think there's a shortage is because um you know what the recession wasn't too long ago so i think a lot of people some people lost their jobs during covid and people are sort of scared still they're still skeptical they don't want to suffer like they did back 10 years ago or a little over ago. So the, some of them are holding on to their houses. They don't want to move because, you know what, they don't know if they could lose their job tomorrow. So they're just playing it safe. I don't blame them. Um, and I understand them because, you know what, a lot of people did suffer. They paid the consequences and you know what they learned. So I think that's that's my theory on the housing shortage. What about you? On the shortage? I, obviously, people feel yeah. uncomfortable. Like, if you sell your house, are you going to be able to buy another house? Is there going to be something available? Mm-hmm. You know, housing is there's a shortage, so people are apprehensive to put the, their houses on the market. Um, another thing, just really why it's going hot, you know, everybody was forced to stay home for a year. People had nothing to do, just be on the internet searching around for houses, you know, and saving their money, planning the future, planning their next year. And now people are out, they've saved plenty of money because people were home. Some people did bad, right? Some people did bad, you know, lost their jobs, whatever. But other people that were working, they weren't spending money, right? They were, well, nobody was going And even the people that lost their jobs, they were getting money because of unemployment. They were probably making more money than yeah. they were actually Some making people, when they were working, yes. right? Exactly. So people are at home contemplating their next moves, you know, and everybody wants to buy. And then on the also another thing that, that adds to it, there is a housing shortage just on the build side. Mm-hmm. Building materials are very expensive. Mm-hmm. They're not building as much. Um, through the recession, they didn't build. So now we're seeing some of that. What are we, why are those prices skyrocketing like that? What do you guys think? Or I what is the reason behind that? I think that? personally on the, on the material side, I think somebody's holding out. 
Yes. I think somebody somebody lost some money during you know the the um, COVID because nobody was building again. And they're trying to make that up. They, they're trying to. They're, they're, I mean, they're, there's no other. I mean, there could be other explanations, but that's what I see. Yeah. yeah. From what I heard, is just supply and demand. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's trying to build now, so it's like you know, take advantage of it and yeah. jack up the price. Jack up them prices. Yeah. yeah. You know? Buy a lot. Have you guys been to Home Depot? In? Yeah. Uh, no. Two by four. I think it was like seven fifty the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Side box. Yeah. I was like, wow. Plywood's what like fifty eight yeah. dollars. Yeah. Those single sheet. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, I think the, it went up more than that now. Really? Oh yeah. I think it just like at Somebody sixty something. Po- yeah. uh, was it our compa? Say yes. Uh, I think he was, he he was on one Snapchat. Too. It was like yeah. 64 bucks. And my guy, bucks. Richie, oh Damien Igual, he posted it. And it was like 86 bucks for some something like that. I was like, damn. That's crazy. Wow. That's a lot yeah. of so, money. So if that's making houses more expensive for contractors to build, you know, people are just looking. You can just looking. imagine. Yeah, you yeah. can just imagine people are looking at, you know. But can that be causing an even bigger problem later on in the next two to three years? Because it's costing so much to build it. Um, maybe not a lot of people are going to be buying at that price, you know, at least the ones that are wise. And then eventually it's going to crash. Do you see that coming? I mean, are we jumping too soon to that no, question? No, no, no. Oh, the crash question? It's always a big question. <laughs> that's been the question since forever, right? Yes. And when no, everybody's it? waiting on it, right? <laughs> you know, that's like the most common yes. call, right? When you get, hey, is it a good time to buy, right? I mean, I when, whenever I get that question about crash is good time to buy, I always tell back people, you got to look at yourself. Yeah. Right? Are you educating yourself? Are you in a good financial position? Is your family in a good financial position? Are you in a in a in a moving point where you're going to go this way or that way? Right? You got you, those things you have to determine for yourself. Other than looking at the overall picture, because overall picture, you, me, her, nobody can control that. Right? right. Yeah. yeah. You know that's that that's really. But do I think there's going to be a, a crash? Um, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Um, I th- do. I think maybe p- prices could go stagnant. Yes. I don't think they're likely to go down. Maybe more so stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of what we talk about the house prices. The right? house prices. Yeah. But uh, do we? Do you think it kind of evens out? Even though mm-hmm. if the prices do go low, I mean, because then the, the interest will go up, right? Yeah. So, so that kind of. So we have to look at it like sometimes it, right now with the shortage, you might pay a little bit more in the housing, but you're saving in te- in interest. So the way I look at it is, eventually you'll pay down your house. You you'll you'll pay it off. But how much did you save in interest? Right. If you're still buying a house a little bit cheaper, say forty, fifty thousand dollars, but you're still paying a lot more in interest, so it becomes the same thing. But then you're paying down your house a lot faster, or, or that, you just gotta play with the numbers. It, it's all a numbers game, is the way we have to look at it. Um, and that's where I see the benefit in the interest buying right now because the interest rates are so low. Let's take advantage before they go back up. Yeah, so, yeah. so I'll, add, I'll add to that. You know, the interest and the house prices are go hand in hand. So interest rates go up, prices go down. Mm-hmm. But some amount, you know, if. Yeah. Some yeah. level. I yeah. mean, I, I don't think we're going to go back to like the pricing of how it was in the recession. I don't think we'll go back mm, to no. that. That's what, And I feel like that's what no, people are waiting for, though, right? No, no. If anybody listening is waiting for that, don't hold no, your breath. No, you, that, that ship sailed. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I feel like people are waiting on that crash because they've stacked up so much money no. and they want to, you know, they want to yeah. get ahead in life. Yeah. They want to say, hey, let me get yeah. an investment property. Let me get yeah. a rental property. Yeah. Let me buy something, you know, 70 to 80,000, even if I, it's a little fixer up or whatnot, you know? 
So you're saying don't even hold your breath. No, like, no. Invest your money elsewhere. Yes. Do yes. something yes. different. Yeah. Yeah. And and also people get nice. worried about pricing, <clears throat> but the way I tell people, don't get scared. It's okay to buy. Prices, the market will always go up and down, up and down. It, it's been like this forever. So if you even if you buy expensive right now, just give it a little bit of time. The prices will go back up later on, and then you'll be able to recover. But the hardest part is holding on to the house, not getting frustrated, and and holding till the values go back up if they go. If I feel they like go that's down. the hard part. Well, though. You yeah. know what? You like know what? buying <laughs> at a, at a high price right now, and then in two years, like your house is worth seventy to eighty thousand less, yes. and you're like. Okay, so that was a bad investment. Like as soon as you know what I mean? Like it's that's a terrible feeling, yeah. I think. Yeah. If we go back and look at the recession, that happened to a lot of people, right? Oh, yeah. Right. That Major. happened to you know, and we're I don't know, I was in high school when all that was happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you could think back, the people that, you know, really worked hard through it and actually paid their mortgages and got yeah. got correct mm-hmm. and kept their like, houses and still have their houses, that house is now worth more than they paid for it. Yeah. That's so I see what you're saying. So, okay. so, so but it's that's ten years, my that, brother. That, that's a that's, that's a it, huge you know, monthly you know, payment. You know, you know, yeah, we're looking true. at we're looking at information now that says people are staying in their houses longer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so you know the average is probably like seven. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not uncommon for people to stay in the same home for ten years. So I mean, true. yeah. Well, I was going to ask, what about look, since since the prices are going higher, um, and I'm hearing about people like they're outbidding. You know, what I mean, it, it comes into oh, a bidding man. war. Yeah. So, so the bank, I mean, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the bank, you know, it, it appraises for whatever X amount of dollars, yeah. but you're in the bidding war. So for these people that are trying to buy a home and they do end up in a bidding war, what happens to whatever the bank doesn't want to cover? So, so okay, so when we say, okay, say we have a house, we we offer 15000 above the, what the list Asking price is, right? Okay, and say the appraisal comes back at only ten above the, the asking price. So the difference now is $5,000. So there's different situations. Um, we, could, we always negotiate. We negotiate everything. So we go back to the seller. Hey, go back to, you know, give us the appraisal price. If they say no, then we look at the numbers. Okay. If we go back, if we cancel this and we look again, we might not get what we want or it might take us three, four months to find another house. So, hey, let's try to meet in the middle. So we'll negotiate. Hey, let's, the difference is $2,500. I'll give you $2,500 additionally cash. Or sometimes it depends on the seller too. So sometimes that seller might be, oh no, I want my full 15000 that you promised you would give me. So give me my additional $5,000. And sometimes people foot it just because they need to move somewhere. It's either re- job relocation schools or whatever. So sometimes you do have to pay a little bit of extra to get to the next point that, that you need to get in your life. Um, so that that's that's what tends to happen. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's it's really a complex kind of topic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're always talking about, okay, there's a spread, right? We got to bridge this gap of the appraisal and the actual we offered for the property. And sometimes there's the flip side of that. What happens if it underappraises by a lot? Like thirty thousand, which is common, and <laughs> yes. so really, and, and then and then you tell you, the bank is only going to lend you whatever it appraised, right? right? right. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to bridge that gap. The seller doesn't want to come down thirty thousand dollars. He thought yeah. he was going to get top dollar for his house. Yeah. Right. And then what do you do there, right? It yeah. becomes it becomes a, a really tough um, conversation, really tough negotiation. Sometimes you know properties end up back on the market, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, you everything we we do. 
Um, as realtors, we just try to negotiate and make sure everybody's everybody's getting a fair deal, and, and then everybody goes home happy. Mm-hmm. So there's no negotiating with the bank, though, right? It's it's just no, no. okay. No, just yeah. so our yeah. listeners yeah. like, oh, dile al banco que me dé más. Like, no, no, no se puede, bro. I'm sorry, compa, no se puede. So, so they they they, they all, banks usually will lend the appraised value or the purchase price, whichever is less. Yeah, whichever okay. is less. So. And then pretty much, if, if if it is a bidding war with somebody else that does have a little bit more cash available to offer, your buyer is pretty much kind of screwed. Yeah. All right. So just want <laughs> yeah. to. I mean, there's so. things that we could do. So I mean, you know what? Sometimes uh, it depends on the seller too. Every, you know how they say, "Cada cabeza es un mundo." Yes. So everybody thinks differently. <clears throat> so sometimes we've encountered where if we're a little lenient, say we we offer to buy the house how it is with no repairs, they'll consider that. Or if we're in this crazy market, if we offer them that, you know what, they could stay in the property after we close until they find their own home and then they just pay like a rent. Um, so they like that too because they can't get a house under contract because they have to sell a house. Yes, yeah. So it helps out the seller. So sometimes throwing, like I say, every seller is in a different situation. So sometimes trying to accommodate the seller a little bit more helps out. Yes, yes. You have to you have to see everybody's needs, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're as realtors, we have to like put this whole thing together, put all these parties together, make sure everybody's on the same playing field and the same terms. And most of the time, it works out. When there's realtors involved in both sides, most of the time, it works out. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, real quick, before um, we move on, yeah. I want to make a, a shout-out to Compa Marcos. We actually did an episode with him on the real estate thing. Yes. Um, but obviously, the market changes. You know, there's different things. That's why we're doing an update. So, pero saludos al Compa Marcos. Marcos, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marcos Corral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so another another question I had, like, for also some of these uh surge in prices uh let's talk about corporations uh buying in into the market and they're just kind of taking everything is that also true or or what what's going on with that like with um so, like developers or, oh, okay. or, or like developers or, or people like, that just uh, flip houses i guess yeah. you know they got they got money they got money yeah. to, you know just they got throw money around. they buy all cash and you know what a seller will take cash majority of times because it's just so much easier um you're able to close a lot sooner and then you don't have to deal with the bank so sometimes they do buy and they you know they resell they flip it and they sell it um is it good and bad it's good and bad because you know what not every purchaser is willing to take on uh a flip on a house or work on a house so sometimes they're they need move-in ready so sometimes they're willing to pay a little bit extra just so they don't have to deal with the repairs and everything like home ownership is not easy and it's not for everyone so sometimes as a newbie you need something that's fixed up ready to move in and you know what that's what we have investors for they they do that the hard work the dirty work for for the people that are not able to do that and they have no experience in that yeah, no, definitely. If if somebody comes in with cash and they're gonna they're gonna structure a deal with cash, they're always. Uh, I mean, a lot of the times they'll get first dibs. But I told my clients a lot of the time, as we in the previous conversation about sellers, you don't know the seller's intent, right? Mm-hmm. If you come in with a solid offer and you are a regular, you know, homeowner is gonna move into their house, they might take you, right? Mm-hmm. They might you take never you. know. You never know. So yeah. I told I told my I told my clients, if you like the house, even if it's a low ball offer, obviously not 
ridiculous low ball <laughs> offer, right? Nobody yes. likes that. Nobody likes that. The bro. insult <laughs> offer. Yeah, the insult. Oh, yeah. I do, I do that mean, quite often. <laughs> no, no. But, you know, a reasonable mm. offer, and yes. if it's a, a genuine yeah. offer, we'll we'll submit it. Yes. We'll submit it, and we'll take Have it you stopped there. some low offers, bro? It oh. sounds like you... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, that's not going to be... Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you know, sometimes people, you know, you got you got to bring them up to speed. You got to let them... Yeah, 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 no, you got to let them know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's because everybody wants todo bueno, bonito, y barato. But sometimes in this market, there's no such thing as barato anymore. Anymore. So it, it, it's hard and it's hard to engrave it. And you know what? Sometimes they, we have to submit offers for them to realize that, that it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's a learning yes. um, situation for, for some of the buyers, too. So, yeah, you got, you got to make whatever you're about to do. You, you Sometimes you can't even tell them, right? Yeah. You have to make it right in their mind. Yeah. They have to see the value that they're buying. And sometimes it takes showing them a lot of houses. Sometimes it takes breaking their heart, them losing deals, right? Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, these are things that we have to go through. Yeah, yeah the reason I brought up the whole, uh, like, you know. Uh, Corporations. When they be, people go and buy cash or whatever. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, for these first-time home buyers, they're newlyweds. Like, uh, they can't afford to yeah. be, you know what I mean? Because they're, they're yeah. early 20s or yeah, whatever. Um, so they, they do try to buy into those uh, fixer-uppers, you know? Because, yeah. like, oh, we'll fix it up or whatever. But yeah. it seems like, or I don't know. You guys will tell me. It seems like they can't get those houses because there's investors that are buying out. But does that seem to be factual, or is that just something that they printed out? Because I, I saw it on the news. No, or I, I like don't that. think that that's factual. Um, most of the time, when you see something that's a regular sale in the MLS, it's um, somebody that's really trying to sell to another consumer. Yeah. I mean, most of the, the deals you're talking about never make it to our system, right? They never make it. Yeah. That's behind. Cold so, cold. so you wouldn't even see them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. They're just somebody buying yeah. up a house that's in distress, right? Yeah. A really distressed the property. Auctions. I mean, auctions and things oh, like okay. that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, those Flip guys. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right. Cool. All those fake guys on TV. Yeah, those people. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a cool. question for you guys, which is ahí en las compras también. Yeah. You guys are as agents, or do you guys feel like certain agents do take advantage of like first dibs? Is that a such you know? Is there such thing as first dibs for agents, and and that you see them take advantage of that uh, to either make it an investment property or a flip, or you know what I mean? Like instead of actually selling the home, which is what they're supposed to be. I doing. mean, elaborate. Like I'm showing something to somebody else, and then I look at him like I like this for me. Yes. Yes. I don't. I've never done that. Um, <laughs> no, and that's the reason no, why yeah. I, I yeah. worded the question. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen or do you see agents yeah. that? That do take advantage of definitely the fact that yeah okay so it is a thing yeah. because i feel like when we were buying a house early on i got i kind of experienced that you know like okay. you would see homes that you're like oh this is awesome and then all of a sudden oh yeah that's not listed anymore like i mean i'm sure people would buy them pretty yeah. quickly too but yeah. i mean where you're you're seeing and then you're like yeah let's put an offer on this and then all of a sudden like oh it's not available anymore you know whatever yeah, yeah but when it happens so much you're like all right dudes like what's going <laughs> on here sketchy. like somebody's de- definitely getting yeah. first dibs you know that we yeah. didn't we're not losing that yeah. many homes yeah. yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah no so so what, what people do mm-hmm. i mean realtors i mean obviously we're the first ones to see though you know, yeah the, the, right. the deals right um if you have an active client that's looking for a property in that area, right, you're going to give the courtesy to your client to make sure, you know, their, their, their needs are being met. But, yeah, if you see something you like it, why not? Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah. I don't see yeah. anything unethical with that. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. As long we're as, we're as trying long, to get us old. Yeah, exactly. As long as, <laughs> as long as I'm not trying to steal from somebody that yeah. I'm working with, yeah. I think I'm good. Yeah, it's, right, it's right. Ethical. Yeah, definitely. And and you know what? So we socialize a lot because we're realtors, and <clears throat> and you know what? We we have to network. So we network when we have a listing coming up. We talk to all of our realtor friends, whatever realtor we encounter. Hey, I got a listing coming up, two bedroom, blah 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 blah. So that's how we negotiate trying <clears throat> to sell the house before it's live and ready to go. So sometimes we do. Like say he, He's about to list the house in two weeks Hey Veronica I got this Oh I might have a client for you Okay cool Let's uh, Let me show it before You even list it So sometimes we do do that But that's just Our job as professionals And trying to sell That That's our job We need to sell So Yeah that, right. I mean Yeah I, I, We love those kind of deals yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. We really do Because I mean you're, you're selling to somebody You know The the agent If you have The other agent Regardless if it's within Your same company Or another company mm-hmm. you, you have a relationship with them And you know that They're going to close that deal right so i guess the question was more like if this agent is like constantly flipping you know oh, okay is that i mean it's not unethical i'm saying but yeah. i mean obviously you're always going to get first dibs other than you know yeah. like if i was trying to yeah. buy something to flip yeah. or invest yeah. as an investment property and like yeah. all of a sudden veto's friend is like yeah. nah dude I'll, I'll take it you know like i'll buy it yeah. and then it's well obviously they're always going to beat me to that deal yeah. so yeah. i feel like i mean that's kind of yeah. like yeah. a little crappy yeah. you know but that is what it is, it is I, I, business I, is business <laughs> I was just I was just wondering you know because I was like man these guys gotta have first dibs on everything you know what I mean yeah, yeah we we're do we're just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we do yeah, no, no other way to put it you're like, yeah, yeah we do <laughs> yeah hey I'm, hey thank you for not sugarcoating for people that are you know had the same yes, question behind yes, that like yes. hey I lost you know two to three offers you know that were yeah. you know even above yeah. and yet another yeah. realtor may have come in and like have first dibs on it yeah. like oh, you know what i'll take it so sometimes you, know you I mean? do see a house it'll come <clears throat> live on the market and then an hour later it's already contingent and it, like on our on our information our um, mls we get a lot more info than the regular buyer consumer so sometimes we'll see in the notes hey um so this old prior to like before listing so there was a same okay. situation yeah. so we see it you guys don't see it um and that's unfortunate because you know if you guys saw that maybe you guys would you guys like, would have okay, loved whatever. it or something yeah, yeah. but you know it, it's just part of the game yeah, right it's just part of the game it's cool hustle i just wanted to clarify it <laughs> yeah. for myself and for people like i'm pretty <laughs> hey, sure they got first dibs you know <laughs> no way you're trying to find some deals man hey uh, man you haven't, you haven't called for some me deals, you man. haven't called me man <laughs> you sound like you're trying to get some deals over here i'm just saying you got some i'm waiting for the market to crash yeah. <laughs> we need that bubble to burst yeah we need that bubble to burst exactly but we'll, hey, well hopefully we're there <laughs> all right before we continue we got to throw in that loomer mix yes. sponsor so thank you we'll be right back after this commercial <laughs> shout out to our sponsor loomer mix some of the best michelada mix around they also have chamoy for all your beverage rim needs in three flavors original mango and watermelon put that thing on everything also for all the candy lovers they have watermelon gummies and peach rings it's a mix of gummy candy with chamoy just fire now follow all of their social media to see what store is near you and we're back um shout out to sayas man Shout out, Gotta get that Lumbra mix. Yes. That you way, know? we're waiting on that new tamarindo in store, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted on my snap, got a lot of comments, bro. I told the compa that it was probably my favorite chamoy, uh, but I got a lot of comments like, yo, make sure you save me one. Oh, when is it coming out? All this. So It should hey, be man, coming out soon, it's, man. It's hot in these streets, nice, baby. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, to get back into it, um, I wanted to talk about, since we're, since we're from Illinois, I want to know if you guys know of any incentives right now. Um, anything that any kind of programs, anything that for people that you know would encourage them to buy 
instead of moving out, which, you know. So, so the biggest one I know right now, the only one I really talk about, because really this is a question for the loan officers. Right. They really have to look at your personal finance, right? But the one that, that's really, um, I think it's underutilized, that should be used, is the Smart Buy. I believe it's called. Yes, it's yes. the it's um, IDA program from Illinois that gives you um, up to forty thousand dollars in uh, college debt reimbursement oh, if nice. you buy a house. Shit. Yes. So that's. I mean, I think people are not looking into that closely mm-hmm. enough. Um, I've been trying. I've tried a few guys to, to get them. I haven't done a sale with it. But I would really like to. If somebody wants yes. to do that, yes. give me a call on that one. Because yes, that's, that's awesome. One. So, yeah, I had a listing, and we sold, and the buyer had that oh, program. Okay, so you've and, dealt with it a little yes, bit. Yes, and he got $38,000 wow, in student loan debt forgiven, which is wow. amazing. I mean, how many years of work is he saving from, from this benefit? That is And huge. then also, if you don't have student loans, there are other programs. One is $6,000 that it, you don't have to pay back. And there's another one that's $10,000 that you have to pay back when you sell your house. So because of this crazy market, too, and everybody's offering extra and more, it, it's beneficial to take a hold of those those programs, too, because it saves you money on the closing cost or whatever. And, and it's a little bit less. It helps in this market. It, it really does. It, you could offer a lot more. And you're still okay at the end of the day. And if that home is your dream home, that ten yes. grand is awesome. Yeah. Because you're oh, not, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Awesome. Uh, you'll never yeah. have to pay that back if you're gonna stay there forever. So it's six thousand, the one that you don't have to pay back. And no, the ten, ten. The ten. The ten you, you have to pay do back. have to when pay you back sell it. when you sell but it. But if that's your dream home, yes. well, you ain't selling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so be be yes, careful yes. though. Be careful when you get into these programs, right? Don't listen to me. I'm just talking shit. No, no, no. He's like, yeah, yeah. No, he's like, yeah. Don't sell the house. I'm selling the dream, bro. No, no. But you know, I've. I have had um, one instance where I'm um, helping another agent with the closing, and yeah, we had a problem with that because the homeowner had a type of program like that. It's tech, it's tech, it gets filed with the county, and it's a technically a lien on the property. And if you don't know you're in this kind of program, the seller, I mean, the realtor sold you on it, and you'd go to sell your house, and you don't know, hey, I have to pay back these ten thousand yeah. dollars, and then that could be a problem. For yeah. Better, later yeah. On. So you saw that too. Yeah, I've oh, seen you that. seen the reverse. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the reverse. Yeah. Make so, sure you know. Yeah, make sure make you sure know you what know. programs you're getting into. Try to really yeah. understand them. I know it's difficult. I know we understand them because we're realtors, but really, really, I mean, the educated consumer is probably the best type of consumer. Yeah. So, so really educate yourself. Understand the types of things that you're getting into, and ask your realtor. Mm-hmm. Really. To really ask them. Yes. Nice. So Definitely. if you can, can you elaborate a little bit on, on the college one? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can. Yeah. But like, how does that actually work? And how, you know, how do you yeah. get the? So usually they they okay. So you want to buy a house? Say you owe less than forty thousand dollars in student loan debt, right? So if you buy a house, a they also give you a closing cost credit. in Illinois. Yeah, in Illinois. Oh, okay. This is through the state of Illinois. So they give you help of five thousand dollars. For closing cost, okay, nice. so okay. this is an additional five thousand on top of the forty. And if you owe less than forty, then it, it like it gets recorded as a lien. But after so many years, it, it dissolves. I think it's after mm-hmm. three years, it, it's forgiven. It's wow. gone. Um, and so you do have to kind of be at the house for, for three years at three least. Years, yes. Yes. Okay, okay, which is cool. still not bad. I mean, no, no. everybody averages and about three years at least minimum. Yeah, and also one of the borrowers. The last time I checked, at least one of the borrowers has to be completely debt free from this program. <clears throat> You can't have like so it's kind of a specific window. You can't have like a hundred thousand dollars in debt and they're gonna take thirty out, you know, whatever the forty thousand. Yeah, you gotta yeah, the numbers have to work. Yes. You gotta be completely debt free after yeah. after the whole the whole closing. Oh, stuff. okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So that's a that's a good point yeah. right there. Yeah. And then also if you say you owe sixty thousand in student loan debt, you could still apply for this program, but you have to bring the difference from mm. the forty yes. to the sixteen to the closing table. The 20. But I mean I would 
if you if you have the money, it wouldn't be bad to pay the twenty and have forty forgiven. So you That's have to win win right there. Look oh, yeah. at it. You have, we have to look at the numbers, and everybody's situation is different. But if you're able to do so, it's a great way to save forty thousand dollars on student loan debt. There is no other help. I mean, I wish this program was around when we were buying, but um, oh, we, we missed that that vote. But um, for anyone out there that could benefit from this, take advantage of it because you know what? These programs don't last forever, so you have to take advantage of it right now. Yes, definitely call us right that's the sales guy in me <laughs> but call your realtor whoever your trusted advisor is call them ask say, them call us call you know you have to call call whoever your trusted advisor hey, is. we're gonna I have people say. calling compass and filter bro <laughs> like, we don't know not call us me, hey, no no he's like call them call them don't call me <laughs> nah we got you guys we'll yeah definitely be posting but i'm just saying know. really really ask your, i mean i like to i'm an advocate for for real estate right mm-hmm. personally it doesn't have to be me right i'm just saying call whoever you whoever, and make whoever sure you trust yeah whoever you trust and make sure they're they're helping you ask yes. them these questions yes always be informed this is the number one problem i think with real estate is that people don't do their research they don't ask questions you need to ask questions be informed and know what you're getting yourself into so you're that responsible individual that doesn't hit you know in big problems in the future yeah, yeah. so this is more uh I guess for like a loan officer, but uh-huh. like refi. <laughs> okay. The interest yeah, are so low, right? Yes. Which is definitely, okay. I mean, especially yes. if, you, if you can save a few bucks, we have already yes. mentioned, definitely, definitely refi. Definitely refi right now. Take advantage of the rates, especially if your rate was higher. And also, you know, it, it, it's not a bad time to look at the equity in your home. So sometimes if you, if you say you have PMI, private mortgage insurance right now, yeah, and if you do one. the refi and if you have that 20% equity, depending on the type of loan, if you have a conventional loan, they will get rid of that PMI for you. So you got to do that. I mean, that could save yeah. you whatever. Sometimes yeah. 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. $150, $200. Take it. Yeah, look into it. Make sure you do that. Facts. Oh, yeah. Ask yeah. questions. I know, another thing that I've noticed too, um, homeowner's exception, guys. Homeowner's exemption with the county. Mm-hmm. If you live in your primary residence, it's your primary residence. Make sure it's labeled as that in your mm-hmm. in your tax return. I mean, I'm sorry, your tax bill. Yeah. Okay. Tax bill. Because Why? They, what are you seeing with that? Well, sometimes I, I go on a listing appointment and they don't have that. Yeah. Right? They don't have that. They're not taking advantage of that. That, that they're the primary. That's their yeah. primary residence, and you get some money. So off what? Of that, off what do they have bill. it as? Just, just the like tax a rental, rate. almost like a oh, rental wow. property. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't know that. Could do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. terrible. And same if you're a senior, if you're over sixty-five and older, there's two different types of exemptions for you. Look into it. Save some money. Over sixty-five. Yeah, over sixty-five. Yes. It's worth but, the call to anybody, really. Yeah. Just like, hey, look at my things. Is mm-hmm. it, does it look good? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Regardless yes. if you're Anything buying or selling. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're a little bit over halfway of, um, of our time, but I wanted to get into, because I want to put, you know, La Raza on. I want to yes. help them out. Yes. Sure, um, yes, definitely. So they, they, they're probably thinking, man, well, my credit score. Okay. Or, you know, I don't have enough money, which we already talked a little bit about, about yes. some of the incentives. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else can they do? Or they might think they're not in a position to buy, Yeah. but maybe they are. Okay. They just don't know it. So, is there anything that you guys advise that you guys can give them? Yes, um, the, the, the best advice: the, don't give up. I had a I had a gentleman. We tried two, three different lenders. You know, the first lender sometimes asks a lot of questions. A lot of times, I'm, I don't want to you know diss on lenders. Sometimes they, they don't want to give them the light of day, right? Because they are going to be a tougher you know file for them. They're going to have to work them and make sure you know they're asking all the right questions. Um, so you, we have to we have to work side by side with our client with the lender to make sure they get approved. And if that person doesn't work out, we have to take them somewhere else. Right. I mean, you can't don't take the first no. Mm-hmm. Don't take the first no. First off, another thing, be very. Um, I don't know what the word is. Um, 
know, know where you're buying, right? Know your budget. Know exactly what you can afford would be yes. a starting point and, and be realistic with what you're going to get. And I, I, I would advocate for home, home ownership for anybody, right? So, so if, if you could only afford a condo, buy it. Go ahead and buy it. Mm-hmm. If that's what you could afford mm-hmm. and that what, that's what's going to make you a homeowner, do it. Do that thing. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of people say, oh, I, can't, I don't want to buy because this is not my dream home. I mean, you'd rather just keep paying rent. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Make sure, make sure you're realistic, and if you're this person, make sure you have realistic expectations of what, what your budget is, and and then do it. Go out and do it. Yeah, definitely. And what I always suggest to people is that um, I like to sit down with people, go over everything with them, details, um, credit wise. Even if you want to buy in five years, let's make sure mm-hmm. we prep you for when your time comes that you're ready and you get the better interest rate because your credit's better, and and get you into there into the better different type of loan type. So there's different types of loans, and some are more expensive in the long run than others, and it all comes based on credit so you know what let's sit down with you if you have problems you know what we work with collection uh repair companies or credit repair companies that will put you where you need to Uh, be and and you know what for especially for me to be to buy a house it needs to be your time it needs to be your time i'm not pushy i'm not like hey you gotta buy a house no 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 it's when you're ready so let's build you if we have to and get you where you need to be just when your time is here you know what you benefit the most Man, we would work so great together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, definitely. Yeah. yes, definitely, right? Yeah, find a, so find so whoever whoever you're using, right? It doesn't have to be us, right? But I mean, obviously, we would want to promote ourselves, but use somebody that's going to give you time. Use yes. somebody that's going to help you, definitely, right? So the, it's not just showing people houses. That's not yeah. the that's not Mm-mm. the goal, really. I mean, yes. the goal is to make sure people are satisfied. They're getting a home, and everybody's in, you know being in a good financial shape, right? That's the real goal, definitely. So there, obviously there's many variables to it, right? So um, much positive, bro. I feel the positiveness <laughs> coming from the stable. <laughs> Great. I love it. I love it. Love this it. is our daily, man. man. This is our daily. We got to get up, bro. We got we to gotta put this up every day, man. Yes. What's up? Yes. The best day or the worst day, you know? Uh, so obviously there's many variables, but if you guys can give a little bit of like examples of like, let's say like someone's thinking like, man, but my credit score is like a 500. Yeah. Okay. Like, so what do you guys think? Like where it's like, you know yeah. what? At, at this point, Depending, obviously, there's obviously other different variables, like I said. But what what are what are some of the scores or or anything that you can tell us, our listeners, okay. that they might be like, well, shit, I am at six fifty, like okay. fuck, I, so I can maybe apply and and get a house. Yeah. So what are some of those scores or, or anything like that? Obviously, I think I think you could correct me if I'm wrong. I, <laughs> I I really I really rely on my loan officers for this, but I think six forty is the number really they they could work with. You, 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 they could work with a 600, even a 580, but obviously these, these things are going to need more work. They're and gonna, the rates are more right. expensive. And the rates are rates more expensive, are really right? Expensive. If you have a 700, you're probably perfect for buying. Anything yeah. above a 700, you could probably buy. Yeah. Another thing is also your income, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so. And debt and ratios, too. Yeah. So your debt they, is they super look at important. how much you make and how much, you know, all that money is out. And they, and it's going to take a couple of years to, you know, to get rid of those debts, too. And then also, like, you know, just story story because i like talking about my clients and our past experiences so i i sat down with a mother and daughter first time home buyers um the mom has been here for over 30 years in this country they've always rented and they're like we finally want a house my kids are working so we sat down looked at their credit it was low 500s 
Okay. And then, um, so we went through two lenders. They gave her super high interest rates right now in this market, and it was still at five, five and a half. So I, I got frustrated that they were giving her such high interest rates. So I sat down with her, went over everything, pulled up their credit karma, whatever. And then I found that they had a lot of late payments. And then I sat down with her, explained to her how credit works. And I sent her through the credit repair company. They got them up to 680. And this Damn. is you do. This is you going above and beyond. Yes, yes. Definitely. That's definitely. like extra. That's yeah, awesome. definitely. Yeah. She yes. is going. That's I, above and beyond. I, I would say yes, yes. She is going above and beyond. Some people you call will not. No, do they that. will no, not no, do that. No, yeah. no, no. But, so you, you just know, wanted to help. Yeah, we gotta Whoa. take care of our people. You know yeah. that's, 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 that's yeah. what's yeah. up. You gotta take care of our Yes, I mean, I got a story too. You know, I have, I have this. You know, right now I'm sure she's seeing this FHA, right? If you have somebody, FHA is somebody that might need a little bit of help, right, stuff like that. It's a government kind of backed loan. Um, I don't know the whole in, in and out of it, but it's a government backed loan, and it's hard to get somebody under contract if they have an FHA loan. And I've, I have somebody, just we're under contract now. I have a home inspection on Tuesday, but it took me a long time to get them under contract. Yes. And she was putting really good offers, really good offers, and just because, and, and the other agent won't tell you. They won't know. No. It was just a more they, difficult yeah, loan a, to process yeah, exactly, and accept exactly, and all yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, so, 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 but mm-hmm. if, find somebody that is not going to give up on you. Find somebody that's going to work hard for you and, mm-hmm. you know, take you out if you have mm-hmm. to. If, you, if, it's, if it takes you six months to show them, you know, it shouldn't take that long, but if it does, you know, you, you know, you found the wrong, the right person to help you. Yeah, yeah that are trying to help. Yeah. you know exactly how you went above and beyond to help that person get their, you know, credit yeah, scored up, understand how credit yes. works, get it up, definitely send these payments definitely. on time and all that. And then her new interest, just so you guys know, it went from five point five with other lenders to another lender, and it went down to three point five. Nice, nice. So that's, so that's how big of a difference it was. And you know what? It feels good. And, and this is recent. Yeah, this is recent. Like this was, we she's like, this was a couple yesterday. weeks ago. <laughs> It's exciting, and you know what? I, I, we love contributing to helping our people because you know what? Our people, our parents, sometimes they came here to this country. They don't know how credit works. Nobody knows anything. Yeah, right, we, right, right. we don't even know who taught us about credit and what percentages to leave, uh, to use on limits and stuff. Nobody. So you know what? Where we have to educate our people, so they educate their kids and their family, and and we're all we all rise. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I love. <laughs> you heard that? We yeah, all rise. We all rise. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on like hey, y'all gotta see this on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, you better go check it out. Um, yes, yes, now you just uh, said something that that kind of hit. What percentages to use on limits? Okay, on a certain limit on a credit card a credit or whatever. Card, yes. So, so I've, I've never really heard someone talk like that. Okay. I mean, I understand it, but yeah. can you explain yeah, so, to, to the people listening? Like, so, so say you have a credit card and they only give you $100. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be using more than 30% of your credit card. If you go above that 30% of what the limit they're giving you or the income that they're giving you, then um, it, it, your credit will drop. Okay. So you want to keep it below that 30, but then you still sort of want to have a lim- uh, a percentage on it. Some usage. So they keep on, you know, your credit stays stable and it stays exactly. good. Exactly. So um, I, I've, I've recently had somebody that um, had a really great job, right? Just this guy didn't have any kind of credit history. His FICO score was deleted. He had nothing. <laughs> Holy moly. I said, I said, I said hey, hey, señor, pues, ¿qué pasó aquí? No, pues, yo no tengo nada. He told me, I have great credit. And he's like, I don't own anybody anything. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, not yeah, how yeah. <laughs> and I said, you have no credit, man. No. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So now we got him a credit card and, and he's, uh, 
yeah, obviously he's, he's still doesn't. I think told him, I told him to use it to pump gas, you know, and pay yeah. it off every month. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, sure yeah but oh, well, right now that's gonna add up quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so you, you need so guys, so guys. I mean, don't run into credit card debt, but please, yeah, keep yeah. things open. You know, don't cancel your credit cards yeah. and stuff like that. Unless there's a burden on your finances where you have to pay interest and stuff like that. Obviously, look at those things. But if it's not, don't close your credit cards. Don't think owing nobody anything it's is gonna good. help. Yeah, it's that that that's not good, especially when you're trying to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, another thing I was going to touch on, or I wanted to bring up, was um, when you when you do qualify and your loan officer tells you like you qualify for X amount of dollars yes. to purchase a home. Uh-huh. Maybe 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 I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't max out. Yes, this is a big one. So, yeah. like, like he mentioned before, you know, learn and look at what you could afford. Don't don't start shopping for the champagne if you could only afford the beer. Okay, yeah. so we have beer's to. Good, be- <laughs> beer is yeah, it's good. It's so good. Never had champagne <laughs> before, but beer is awesome. Especially with Lumen. Of course, You already know. I know you're a mimosa kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm on vacation, I'm down. Yeah. There you go. Then you had some champagne. <laughs> Oh, so sorry. Start talking about drinks, bro. Everybody gets on inside. What happened there? What were we talking about now? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the first time that that's ever happened, bro. What? When we just start talking about drinks or anything else and just like forget about Normally we talk about food. We're like, food is a topic. Oh, man. Food is awesome. There you go. There you go. We were talking about people like maxing out their, you know, whatever X amount of dollars that your loan officer says that you qualify for. You know, and people are like, oh, shoot, I qualify for this. So I'm going to get this. And it's like, very rarely, maybe you shouldn't. But yeah, very rarely. I mean, I find the need for that. Right. Um, some people have situations where maybe they have extended family living with them mm-hmm. and they have other people that are going to contribute to the payment that the loan officer does not see. Yeah. And maybe it does make sense for them. Yeah. Right. Maybe maybe they, they have enough income. Yeah. Maybe they sell tamales on Saturday, yeah. you know, and they make some extra money or whatever they're doing. Uber Eats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they make and, and and they say, Oh, I'm gonna do it because because of these things. But you know, normally yes, you gotta be cautious on the purchase price. Do make you sure guys Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So these are things that we look into, right? Things that we, I mean, we, I, I told my clients, make sure you know where your income is coming from. If you are going to have that extra roommate, if you are going to have, you know, somebody living with you and they're going to contribute to helping you. Yeah. Then maybe you might want to do that. Yeah. And another thing, sorry. Yeah, sorry ahead, so another thing also, we, I, I always recommend my clients to look in the future. Yes. So before you tap and max out that limit, if you have two teenagers that are about to go to college and they want some really expensive field, you have to look into the future. So before you max out your what you're allowed to buy, make sure you you leave some space so you could afford their college and or whatever. Um, it cool. don't always stay maxed out. Go ahead, Noy. I think you guys answered. I mean, I was gonna <laughs> ask you if you guys to slow down somebody that is ready to buy that dream home, but it's literally at their max, and you're like. Do you kind of slow them down and like, hey, look at it, look at the overall I, I do, picture? I just or make, like, when I hey, when I'm talking to them, with. when I talking to them, we're about to write an offer. Mm-hmm. I always throw those cautionary points out there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you don't want to discourage somebody. Yeah. You know, it, it becomes a hard a hard point because people do get a little sensitive about this topic, of right? Course. So, so if they really like the house, you tell them, hey, you know, is this going to work out for you? And and obviously, they've already maybe talked to the loan officer and all that stuff. So, you, well, most of the time, you just throw it out there. Ultimately, it's the consumers, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, choice just no. to protect their, your, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. I mean, because some people, you know, you kind of get overly excited about something that you may want or love, yeah. but realistically, even if the bank is giving you this money, now pretty much your whole, you know, your whole check yeah. is going to this, yeah. you know, yeah. and now it's like 
well, yeah, you have this dream home, yeah. but you have no money to live, yeah. kind of. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm really live life. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think I'm pretty good at gauging whoever I'm working with, right? Some people are, I mean, mo- the decisive person is probably the easiest person to work with. The indecisive person, you got to throw these jabbing, you know, terms at on these, you know, conver- ha- yeah, have these conversations with them. Yeah, push them a little bit. Yeah. And and whichever way is, is that, and sometimes, yeah, I've had shown houses where somebody wants to offer and they're like, hey, let's go, you know, $50,000 over asking because I really want to buy a house like this week. And I was like, hey, relax. Let's yeah. look at this thing. Let's make sure this is what you really? want. Really? Just like be- that? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times people get duped. I mean, people want to buy a house, right? Yes. And, and sometimes there's other reasons in their life that reasons why they need to I need to move from this apartment I don't like I'm living with my parents I'm doing whatever you're doing in your life right and and people need to buy and sometimes you have to we're, we're kind of the person the realtor is really a, a really unique kind of role because we're supposed to be the level level-headed person in the whole thing right we're supposed to really not That's care about me yeah, yeah, yeah exactly I really don't you know, you know I'm looking at this deal I'm not looking at this overall picture yeah maybe know about your overall picture but I'm really trying to keep this all together and make sure everything is going to work out because yeah. the latest thing you, which is common right now you could probably you could probably contest you know add to this you know people get really aggressive with their offers and then comes the home inspection oh, this yes. is a huge thing <laughs> and then and then the home inspector you're paying somebody to come into your home right to find problems and they're going to find problems because that's their job that's their yeah. job and they got to document all this stuff to cover you know to do do their job and cover their their behind wall. and yeah. and um if they got really aggressive during the offer stage People feel bad, you know, when something comes up, oh, I'm going to pay top dollar for this, and this is, and that is wrong, and then you kind of, you can't really step back, you can't really say, well, you didn't tell me before, before I offered all this stuff, you know, before, before I get. You kind of mentioned it right yeah, away, yeah, like, yeah. hey, like, we haven't done a home inspection, like, yes. like yeah, yeah, you sure you want to <laughs> offer that exactly. much over, exactly. and they're like, hell yeah. Yeah, 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 so, I mean, I think I'm a little bit more on the cautious side, but I really want, I really want the whole thing to to go together you want right? everybody to be happy yeah, and the I, seller and I, the yeah, buyer yeah and i want and i want and i want everybody to be happy and especially the person that's working with me right <clears throat> whoever wherever that may be and um so i do i do do have these conversations people really like it you know that's good yeah hell yeah i think that's the best thing to do bro um is to have these conversations and yeah. kind of have a connection with your you know customer your client or whatever yes. yeah we're, we're definitely guiding the process yes. right we're definitely yeah. guiding the process yes. and they may not know what their next thing's coming up and you have to tell them hey if you do this you know these things are coming down the line you know just make sure okay okay and then they understand yeah yeah and to me i feel like that's the biggest thing though man for you guys as um realtors and shit so to me it's like you guys making that connection with your client and assisting them and guiding them through the process instead of because i've been through some bro where it's all about the sale and not the helping, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and I, After that, then I don't feel good, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody um, likes that. Exactly. No, no, so, no. It's like going to But I've also had the good, exactly. I've, I've also had the good process of buying a home, yes. uh, and I was like, all right, dope. It's not uh, so bad. I, no, it's not so bad. <laughs> not so bad. They were helpful, answered good. questions, because, yeah. you, I mean, you don't do this every day. Yeah. You know, same thing yeah. with going to buy a car. Perfect yeah. example. Yeah. You don't do this all the time, so when you're in the finance room, they're throwing words at you. They're yeah, throwing right. documents oh, at you. Like, they do this every single yeah. day. You do it once every five, six years, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, same thing with buying a home. You might yeah. do that three three times in your lifetime, you know, maybe twice, maybe just once. Maybe just once. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, th- to have a person like you guys um, help out and make that, you know, help that person understand the process and to feel safe and secure about it. 
I mean, to me, that's that's legit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's, that's legit. That's, that's the that's, best experience you want to give that person. That's really the where we come in, where we're, the value's added, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Our knowledge of yes. previous experiences and and just you know making sure everything's going smooth for them. Yeah. yeah. So for all those realtors that don't help out like that, like I mean, find something else to do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that may be true. That may <laughs> be true. I'm sorry. Like, don't want to throw. If, out. If, if all you care about is the top dollar and making that yeah. sale, like I mean, that's probably this isn't the job yeah. for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just doing honestly, sales. Honest truth. Not to you know feel we're. I think my biggest reward is when the client, you know, appreciates you so much for all the help you did. And you know what? They're so happy in their house and they still call you three years later like, oh, how you been? I miss right, you so yes. much. But like, it, it's so rewarding. That's and, all, and that's yeah, our goal yeah. to, you know, for them to remember us and to remember us in a good way. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, I actually had that experience last night. I was at a party and... Uh, I like stories. I like stories. I like okay, stories. Okay, okay, so okay, let, me, let me throw it in there. So I'm at a party, right? And then this, you know, a couple that I helped was there and their son comes and he's like, I'm going to give you a s'more because you helped me buy my house. Aww. And I was like, oh my God. My That's wife awesome. was like, yeah. He was like, I don't know her. I don't know her. And everybody's like, okay. And it was great. It feels That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how you know you had a solid connection. That's yeah. how you know you did the right thing. Yeah. That's how you know you helped someone. You yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah. you guys are helping. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. With the process. So to me, it's like, I can say that because I've had both experiences. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, that sour experience, man. I would never refer that person. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, but no. this last time that we, you know, yeah, I went through it. Check on us. Awesome, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, like the guy was, awesome. was helpful. Yeah. He was super good through the process of buying the home. You know, mm-hmm. informative, mm-hmm. stayed connected all the time. Hey, I yeah. like this. Boom, yeah. messages right away. Hey, I'll get on top of that. Whatever it is, you know. Yeah, yeah it's communication. So, exactly. So to me, it's like. If, if you're only in it for the sale, like, I mean, it's probably not the gig for you. Yeah. That's just because I've been through both sides. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, eh. Yeah. But, I'm, hey, you guys sound like y'all legit as <laughs> hell, man. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yes, we try, we try, we try. That is awesome. Checo, you got any more questions? I think I'm done with my questions, bro, unless you got something else that you want to um, bring up. I have, yeah, I have one more thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and definitely. it's not, like, super. But how do you guys, is, is there, a, like, a smart way to invest? Like, if, is it, like, can you buy a house and every five years move? Every yes. ten. Okay, so what what would be the? Okay, I like that. Kind of elaborate <laughs> I, on that what? for people that are that are not afraid. Like for me, I'm at my house now, dude, and my wife and I love it. The kids love it, but we know that we could probably do better. But we love the house. Well, we fell yes. in love with it. You know what I mean? So we're just there and like we don't want to move. And it's like all these questions you're, come up. Like, you're gonna want to move, but. This is this is so yeah. Go ahead. Let, let me let me elaborate a little bit of my thoughts on this whole thing. Is kind of what I've done. Right, and how I'm a realtor now. Yeah. Um, your first property, you this this doesn't work for everybody. I'm just throwing my ideas out there and what I do. Your first property, you want it to be an investment. Mm-hmm. R- regardless if it's a multi-unit, single-family home, you have that investment mindset in your first property, especially if you're a young person. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody under 25 or even your, in your 20s, right? Or whenever, mm-hmm. whenever you could buy, making your investment property, buy a house that that could be rented to somebody else. Right, because you're going to have that option to buy again and have a five percent down payment or or FHA loan, regardless, or, or you're going to have options to buy again. So make the first one a house that makes sense to be a rental property. Live in that house, rehab it, do whatever you have to do, if, even if it's, it needs a little bit of work, right? And then rent it to somebody else, move into your next one, and your next one should still probably be a property that could be rented to somebody else. Mm-hmm. If you do, if you do two or three of these moves, you're ahead of the game. Nobody's yeah. doing this. Mm-hmm. I did it. I mean, so I'm saying nobody. I did it. Some people are doing this, but think of it. You know, I mean, call somebody that's going to help you do that. I mean, a big thing that um 
that, that I did this year. I helped somebody get a two flat with an FHA loan. And, nice. and you know, now they're renting one unit in, in their it's an income property, right? And, you know, three and a half percent down payment. You know, I mean, great deal. When that can is you awesome. That? Yeah. And you, a lot of times you could only do this on your first deal. So, so you know, keep that in mind. If, if that's something you want to, you know, want to get into, call your realtor. Make sure, make sure you, you you let them know that. Definitely, definitely. And and I think, like looking back at history, how is wealth here? How do how do people get wealthy? Okay, like I said, we're we're a generation of immigrant parents, so we we have to step it up, right, for our next generations of every of our kids and their kids and their kids. So wealth is is grown through real estate. Right. The more properties you owe, just like Monopoly, the richer you get eventually. Right. So. So great. It's great. We always recommend, you know, if you could live in one unit, you run out the other. Your, your monthly what you're paying monthly after what you're receiving rents is very little. And then you go buy your other house and now you run out that unit. That unit pays itself off and you might have some extra for your second house. Yes. So and if you keep this trend going, um, you should be able to build some wealth over time. Once those houses get paid, you're just looking at cash flow. What do what do rich people think uh, or they say cash flow? How much do you have coming in cash flow without you working? How much do you have coming in per month per year? So a lot of people benefit from this and some people take full advantage and they're not stressed out at their jobs now because you know what? I work because I want to, not so much because I have to. So I think we need to, you know, get educated and you know what? start making what we call money moves right yes. we, we got to put our money to work yes you know we all this is this is the sexy talk <laughs> right yeah, here yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> cash flow money moves yeah. look at that keywords no. baby if you guys are hey if you guys are listening this is the hot topic yeah. right now you know you know Nerd. just adding to that you know when when our parents came here right they all lived in apartments and stuff and somebody we, we all have an uncle a tío, a cousin, somebody that's done this, right? The model is there. It's not a complicated mm-hmm. model, right? It could, be, it could be achieved by a lot of us. You know, it's just having that mindset and having the right mindset. And yeah, eventually when the properties get paid off, right, you could, you, you could or you level up, you buy a multi-unit, a huge multi-unit, 12-unit or 6-unit. I mean, these are things that people are doing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it could be done. It's not that complicated. It's really not. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen I've seen families where they buy their little condo and then they rent it out, but they work hard, you know, for five, six years between husband and wife. They pay it off. They pay off their condo yes. and then they rent it out. And then, you know what, from that rent is paying three fourths of the mortgage on their new single family home. So definitely look into it if you're able to. If you're just sitting on a job, you're renting or if you're living with your parents, but you're not ready to move out yet. You know what? That's OK. Buy a house. Rent it out let it start paying itself off keep that cash flow and then you could buy another one you know once you're ready you're gonna that thing may be paid off but don't sit on it there's money on the table you need to go out there and get it that like what are you gonna do look at that talk man cash flow money move money on the table she has a mom you hear that i'm taking it all in bro that positive talk bro dropping those bombs yes yes what's up what's up level up baby what else you got check I think I, I'm I'm done, bro. I'm good. Yeah, no, I just had that last question because yeah. I hear that you know that hey, you should you should be moving all the time. Like, don't yeah. stay stagnant. You know what I mean? And for me, it's not. I'm not even thinking like I'm just. I'm happy where I'm at, yeah. home wise. You know, yeah. um, the house has everything that we want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you could all. You're always gonna be able to do better. Yeah. You could always want yes. more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but so, sometimes, a sometimes, question, sometimes you know? more is not better. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes more is not better, right? What ends up happening, I've, I go into these houses, and sometimes people have these huge houses, and they're full of nothing. There's nothing in these houses. 
I mean, just I mean, be comfortable with what you have. Yeah, you know, I'm happy, be, man. Be We're gonna go through to this frame thing. Uh, this house is a home or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. love makes this a home or some <laughs> bullshit. No, but it's true. You're yeah. right. Yeah, true, I don't know, true, man. True, true. I, I just had that question about that. Just to, you know, yeah. get your input on it. But I love the, the answers. Yeah, and best, and best, and best. I mean, for you sure, don't. Yeah. Ha- if, if you're comfortable where you're at, it's okay. But you know what? You you might still be able to afford a condo. You might be able to pay, rent it you know, rent that out, it pays oh, itself yeah. off, and it pays part of your mortgage in your house right now that you're comfortable in, and that's fine. But uh, like I said, stay woke. You know, get up and mm. do something. And, and there's an opportunity out there for you. There will always be opportunity in real estate. So it's just a matter of what you want to do. And you know what? Sometimes even just one little property that might give you an extra four hundred dollars a month will lead to a car payment. It might lead to your kids going to Catholic school. So baby steps. There's also baby steps. You don't have to go all big as well. Everybody's different, but that's fine. Yeah, but make that move. Make that call. <laughs> do whatever you have to do. Do the research. Save that extra cash. Whatever you want to do, it will pay off. I There's promise. money on the table. Yes, for sure. Hey, bro. I think that's that's the title of the show. There's money on the table. Yeah, on the cash table. Hell yeah. <laughs> money moves. Whatever, bro. We got titles, bro. We got titles for this one. All right, so I think we're going to wrap it up. Yes. Uh, I want to tell you guys thank you. Thank you, Felipe. Thank you, Vero, thank for, you for coming so on, putting, putting us on, putting La Raza on, you know, to hopefully make some moves, make yes. some money moves. Yes. Um, definitely, I want you guys to put out your, I don't know, social media or whatever that people can contact you if they have any any questions or they want to buy through you guys, you know, anything you guys want to give out, definitely uh, let, let the people know. Perfect. They want me to go first. I'm Felipe Hernandez, Century 21 TK Realty. We're in Addison, Illinois. Um, you can find me there. If you want my phone number, I could throw that in. 708-655-4207. Give me a call if you need me. Hey, and this is Veronica Dorado, and I am from Redco Realty in Elmers, but I go all over the place. Don't you worry about where you're trying to buy. I'll be there. Um, and my phone number is 630-639-2103. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll obviously link all of this below on whether whatever you're listening on, YouTube, right like it is somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I we saw don't, that on YouTube. We, <laughs> I don't know. Just we, case, bro. we ain't there yet, bro. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I saw it on YouTube. I was like, it looks good. We'll link it here, bro. <laughs> like, oh, right you there. seen? Oh, you seen those? Yeah. yeah. And then it's over on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what's gonna happen here, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be on the bottom somewhere, <laughs> somewhere down there. Right, click, on the, click on the tab, fool. You'll find you it. See. So this is Gone Buzz on Filter. And you got something to say? Nah, we out, baby. That's it. Thank you so much.